What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 261 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And Shelly Nolan. Hello. And this week, we're geeking out about the Discord happening between Xbox and PlayStation. Uh. The fantastic Phase 4 news. Uh, and then the end, I don't know if I'm geeking out about this or not, but the end of my favorite show, like mine specifically. Uh, I'm real bummed. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, first, I want to talk about the shop. We have an amazing shop at geeksundergrace.com slash shop. Uh, the softest shirt I own is a Geeks Under Grace shirt. Uh, yeah. And that is legitimately true. Um, yes. <laughs> so we have shirts. We have face masks. And if you're not doing face masks anymore, uh, they work as really cool hair, uh, like to hold up long hair as well. Um, like headbands. True. Or just like bandanas in general. Like it's, yeah. it's just like a buff, right? It's about to be summer. Like mm-hmm. if you're a fan of Survivor. Yes. There you go. Yes. They're, call, they're called like gators or something. I forget what they're called. Mm-hmm. These ones were called coolies, but I don't know if that's like the brand. I don't uh, know. There's, there's to keep you cool in the different. summer. Yeah, there's like different names for them. I don't think there's a proper one. Yeah. Bandana's <laughs> a good way to put it. Like a hair bandana type thing. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say bandana because then I think like the triangle things that you tie behind you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably people who heard the word gator know what we're talking about. They're cool. Yeah. Uh, and then we got some stickers too. You can rep us on your water bottle or, or your, your car. car window or uh, your computer if you're if you're a laptop user. So a lot of cool stuff. Um, super, super quality. And uh, yeah, check it out. Do it. Let's get into... Uh, well, before we get into the video games, I guess I'll, I'll real quick. So there's not much to report. I went to a Renaissance Festival. Sweet. I loved it. We watched shows. I bought a, uh, a cow horn uh, to drink liquids out of. There you go. Um, yeah, and it was really cool. So they have us the place that I went to is there every year, and I had like this cheap one from Walmart that was like twenty five bucks, and you couldn't like it wasn't treated. So I actually had beeswax in it uh, uh, to make sure that it was like safe to drink out of, uh, which is like the traditional way to do it. But that was like twenty five dollars on Amazon last I had checked, and so the lady was like, "For thirty dollars, I can get you a horn the same size, and it's like dishwasher safe." Uh, because of the type of like enamel that they put on the outside of the horn. Okay. Uh, and you can like you know drink hot liquids or cold liquids out of it. That's awesome. Um, and then they have I wish I knew the name of it off the top of my head. Um, they have a trade-in system to where if I want to get a bigger horn, I, I can literally just give them my old horn, uh, and they will like take that at face value. So like the forty dollars paid for it, and then I can get another one for the price difference. Nice. That's awesome. So, like. Full price trading. Yeah. Kind of cool. We went to some shows. My friend, he hadn't gone in a long time. Um, He had never been to this Renaissance Festival at all. So that was really cool. We got him to wear kilts. Yeah. (laughs) It was was a good time. Um, But I'm glad that I did something because other than that, I really haven't geeked out much this week. I was going to say... If we're sharing stuff that's not just the the movie game TV format, yeah, let's get it out of the way. Because I also did a lot this weekend, yeah. but none of it was fits in those things. Um, Perfect, go for it. Uh, I went with a friend, well, a couple of friends actually, to Portland to celebrate uh, Pascha, mm-hmm. which I've never done before because I'm very Protestant. Uh, yeah, what is, what is I, Pascha? I, I don't know what that is. You had posted. Some yeah, it is. Uh, it is Orthodox Easter. Okay. 
Yeah, so cool. um, it's on a different day because they follow a different calendar. Um, and so my family, my friends, family, um, they're all, uh, I believe, Greek Orthodox um, mm-hmm. specifically. And so we went down um, there to just like take partake in the festivities. Uh, and I do come from a Presbyterian background, but my church really didn't do much liturgical stuff at all. Um, mm-hmm. Or at least I never really partook in anything that was super liturgical. But so this was like tons of liturgy. It was very cool. Uh, I was a big fan of it, even though the cool. services were obviously longer than I'm used to, which is fine. Mm-hmm. So we had like a Holy Saturday morning service that was like three hours, I think. And then um, really the, the big one was Saturday night. Started at 11 p.m. and went until... Technically, I think the liturgy stopped at just past 2 a.m., wow. but we had meals afterwards because everyone's fasting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, tons of people were doing fasting, and so they would, you know, not eat meat or cheeses um, and that sort of thing. Almost like going vegan. Um, a lot of a lot of diets ended up sort of looking similar to that. Um, that would make the so, service seem so much longer if you're just, like, waiting to eat. Hungry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, so yeah, like my, all my friends' family, uh, they had been fasting. So they had like an entire, like we, we had an entire meal with just like lots of like different meats and cheeses and stuff, which was really good. But it was also like, <laughs> I didn't get to bed till after 4am. Oh, um, yeah. it was definitely wow. like an all night party kind of thing, but it was really cool. Um, and again, just like totally different, um, than what I'm used to, but I'm just like really I don't know. I'm a really big fan of like Orthodox practices and, and beliefs and it's cool to liturgy. experience like, that so stuff. Cool. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was really thankful that I like had my friend and his family to like talk to about stuff because I'm like, Hey, there's actually some things I'm just like, you know, and like call and responses and general practices and things that like people do where I'm like, Oh, I'm just not familiar with this. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Right. Um, right. and also like good to like be warned, like, Oh yeah, I can't take communion because I'm not Eastern Orthodox. Like I'm not part of this parish, so I can't do that. Um, that's fine. Like I respect that. Uh, and just some other stuff and like any other questions I had, uh, I was able to ask him about it. So I feel like I was very educated, that's particularly cool. the music. Um, we actually got to stay with one of the chanters uh, or she was sort of staying with us, I guess. And um, it was amazing because so my husband, Daniel, he's a music major, right? So he he's a band director, music teacher right now, um, but he majors in music education specifically. So um, he loves music and he knows music theory inside and out. But what's really cool is that he was able to talk to her about like the type of music and like the notation they use for the chants and oh, cool. um, the songs is incredibly different than Western like how you view things as Western. Um, and so it was, I didn't really understand most of it because I'm not, like I, I play an instrument, I play a saxophone, right? But like, I only know like very base level music theory. Like I don't really know anything beyond that. Um, but it was really cool just seeing them be able to sort of talk about like the differences between sort of um, how the music is, I guess, notated and uh, how old it is. I don't know. It was just really, really cool. I'm just like, man, they don't teach this stuff in even music classes in the West. Like, that's just crazy to me, even though it's like, I don't know, me and my husband got degrees at a Christian university, but like (laughs) for him, he never learned any of this really. Mm. He only learned very, very briefly like that it's a thing, but didn't like go into most of the notation and that sort of thing. So I don't know, I was just a really big fan of all of it. (laughs) And then there was, so there was the, yeah, we stayed up till 4 a.m. Saturday night slash Sunday morning. <laughs> right, because that was Pascha. Pascha is Sunday. 
Um, and then there was a 1 p.m. on Sunday meal, so like anyone could sleep in. <laughs> and there was a there's a small service that uh, the Ligi had already been done for the day because we did it in the morning, like early morning last night. Uh, so we just did a couple things, and then we ate another like big meal, which is typically supposed to be a potluck, is what they were telling me there. Is that's always a potluck, but this was the first year where the church actually provided because of COVID. They didn't want to oh, like yeah, have right. too much like crossover, but it was still amazing. Like there was lamb and brisket and like amazing oh. potato salad, and um, <laughs> it was just a really really good time. Um, so just from that standpoint, like it was really awesome to experience my first Pascha. Uh, I recommend that if you have Orthodox friends, that you uh, spend Pascha with them one year. Just try it out. I, I love it. That um, sounds fun. And you may not like it, and that's fine. But I think it's really cool to to sort of learn from other Christian practices. Yeah, definitely. Because right? we all experience God differently. We all worship God uh, differently, but it's all worshiping God, and it, it was just really cool. There's been a YouTube um, channel that I would have never thought, I like, I wouldn't have stumbled upon it otherwise, besides the home thing, doing its thing. Um, and it was, it's called Breaking the Hob- the Habit. I'm not sure how to say that right. Uh, and it is a friar who, like, he's not allowed. He's, like, a complete, like, monk, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, who So he, he owns nothing. He doesn't have, like, a job. His job is, like, to be a YouTuber because he was able to, like, work that into his, uh, like, system. Yeah. Uh, and then it's, like, this very weird communistic, like... I don't want to say communistic, but commune uh, focused, like, thing. And it's been so weird to see, like, his, like, view of, you know, Christianity. Um, And it's, you know, it's Catholic, obviously. Um, But it's really, really cool. His faith is, like, super, super uh, in focus. Like, they don't do anything except for, you know, like, pray and learn and, you know. Yeah. uh, They have no physical attachments because they don't want to be um held to anything besides god that's cool right yeah yeah um it's also really cool just to to um talk to uh my friend's family about like all the differences between uh like catholic beliefs and orthodox beliefs um because just me my my filthy protestant upbringing it's always been like <laughs> oh there's protestant then there's like high church right and high church is all you know <laughs> don't really go into it that much it's kind of where my mind um, goes i think when i think of orthodox i'm I'm thinking of like what i've seen in pictures and stuff it looks very like catholic church to me Mm, i don't know anything about it right um so it was really cool to sort of like learn about like some of the actual differences and like you know what priests are allowed to do uh in orthodox but like i don't know it was just really all very interesting and i want to learn more uh, and also, if if any of y'all are Orthodox listening to this, uh, talk to your friends, your Protestant trash friends, about <laughs> about like stuff like Pascha and try to get them to go because I think it's a worthwhile experience no matter what. Um, yeah. So that was that. But I do want to mention too, uh, just before we we move on, that I also because we were in Portland, uh, I stopped by Powell's Bookstore for the first time ever. Uh, I've been to Portland actually quite a few times but i never really stay in portland um and but the one place in portland i always want to go to is Powell's bookstore um and if you guys aren't familiar with that mm-hmm. Powell's bookstore is um it's technically not the largest bookstore in the country but it's like i think second to the original like barnes and noble or third place books or something i think wow. it's barnes and noble in like my New wife York or something. It. it is um 
like famous for being just like an extremely huge bookstore. You could just find like any book there. Um, so that was amazing. It was even bigger than I thought it was going to be. Like <laughs> if the building outside looks small and then you realize it just keeps going. There's like three floors and you could just like ro- roam around and find different sections. And there's just like computers everywhere. So if you're like trying to find a specific book or genre, you can like search for it. Right. It's like, like a straight up a library. Like it really, it was just like, Honestly, like, one of the biggest libraries I've ever seen, but it wasn't library. Like, you can actually buy the books, and you don't mm. just rent them, as far as I'm aware. Um, they had a huge manga collection, <laughs> so oh, I, I went to the manga uh, section. Um, they also had, like, D&D stuff there, which was really cool, and, like, general merchandise. And they had a lot of other stuff that wasn't just books, but obviously it was mostly books. Um, so I actually picked up a couple things. Uh, I mean, I know the next book I'm, I'm, I'm getting myself to read is Rhythm of War, uh, so I was like, okay, I can't buy any like other book books or else I'm going to like read that first. But I was like, manga, that's fine. So I, I think I mentioned it before. I actually got a Les Miserables manga uh, mm. from a, con- uh, a uh, I almost said conference, a convention that we went to some years back. I don't remember which one it was. It was, it might've been PAX South. I think it might've been PAX South. Uh, one of the PAXs, uh, <laughs> they were selling... Like, it's called the company, I don't know, the little, like, logo says, like, manga classics. Hmm. And so what they do is they take, uh, like, classic literature, or not even classic necessarily, just famous literature, and they make it into manga. Um, okay, that's cool. And that sounds awesome. I bought, yeah, and back at the convention, uh, I feel like it was a slightly newer company. They didn't have many selections, but they had Les Mis, so obviously I bought Les Mis, because Les Mis is one of my favorite <laughs> books, and just you know, things in general, media mm-hmm. in general. Um, and it's amazing. I loved it. And so I found they have like way more books now. And so I got Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, which I've never actually read Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, but the so manga cool. looked good. So I, I read it. So I got that. So I, I'll be reading that. Um, and I also got Romeo and Juliet because they had a lot of different Shakespeare ones. But what's cool about the Shakespeare ones is that they don't change any of the language they literally use the screenplay words and so what's awesome is that it really is just like you're reading like you know actually pick up romeo and juliet from a library Mm. or bookstore like you get like you know essentially the screenplay right that's what you're reading even though it's a book it's just that but they give more context because it's manga like you have the characters there you have the scenes you have like people acting it out because it's just like i don't know it's it's really really cool how they're able to just um like, I don't know. I, I, I find myself enjoying it a lot more. Like, Romeo and Juliet wasn't necessarily my favorite. It's not my favorite Shakespeare player. We already talked about this. Like, even last mm-hmm. week, maybe. Or the week before, we talked <laughs> yeah. about it was Romeo last and week. Juliet. Yeah, but um, I just really appreciate how this is being, how it's done. Because it's almost as if you're watching the play. Like, obviously, no, you're not watching the play. You're not watching real people. But it's it's way better than just the screenplay experience. Um, Have they you seen also the play? Have... But no, I've read the manga. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so they they had also Macbeth and they had Hamlet. And I was considering getting Macbeth because I do like Macbeth, but um, Daniel had never read Macbeth and we are both more familiar with Romeo and Juliet. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. We could do this. But it's just great because like, there's just classic manga in there. Like, like uh, um, they make it funny. <laughs> and I guess yeah. Romeo, most Shakespeare uh, plays have like humor in it too, but it's like manga humor. It's so funny. So, um... I keep thinking Frankenstein would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually... They probably have. There is Ooh. a Frankenstein one, not made by the Manga Classics Company, but and I didn't pick it up, but it's it was made by... 
I want to say it was um, in partnership with Junji Ito. I want to say I saw that there, which is actually insane. Because Junji Ito, if you don't know that, if you recognize that name, he makes manga that's like, it's horror manga, right? It's like a lot okay. of like body horror. Um, and oh. so I was considering picking it up, but then I didn't. And I, I'm pretty sure I saw that there. Um, I think that, that was it. Cool. It was just like, yeah, it's Mary Shelley's story, but with, with Junji Ito's art. <laughs> Yeah. So everything actually, like, I flipped through it, and it was like, oh, this is terrifying. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, not to not to make my little part here too long, but I also have not really watched any movies, played any games, or any TV. Um. So I just well, want to talk about my weekend. Before, yeah, before we get time. too far, um, yeah, I, I'll share my other my in my other section since we're doing this now. Yeah, let's just, just do it. It's just a funny story. Uh, over the weekend, so my grandparents. Real quick before came, you do that. Okay. I want to say, LJ, I was really disappointed we were talking about Frankenstein, that in uh-huh. Invincible, which you've seen, they never, they, they talk about Frankenstein as if he's the monster. Oh, yeah. No. And I was like, you know better. That's disappointing. Yeah. Um, LJ, he, he knows the episode, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, before we, we get into uh, our, our full... Uh, notes um since since we're doing this now i have a funny story from um my my grandparents came to visit this weekend uh from california and so like my nana she bought she she bought everybody a little something and so my mom she goes she's like i gotta tell you what your nana bought you because like you know how sometimes grandparents like you know they kind of get you a gift that's kind of like weird or just kind of like slightly off you know like it's just like a grand grandparents thing to do like at least (laughs) from what i know you know like um, so my mom tells me, she's like, she got you an avatar shirt. And so considering that as much as we talk about multiple avatars on the show, I was like, okay, well like blue people avatar or last airbender avatar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. she goes, well, I don't know. Like, cause she's thinking like movie avatar. And so I was like, and I was like, okay, well I'm like, th- it could be this really cool thing from this really cool show. Or basically this thing from the Nickelback of Hollywood. Um, oh. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, is it that hated? Huh? Is it that hated? Avatar? I mean, it gets flack a lot in um, the movie. Yeah, I, I think it does. Like, It was like, so popular, so now everyone hates it. Yes. That's yeah, how it I, works. I never like, picked up on that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but I like sort art online. So. Don't like it. They're like, oh, it's just Pocahontas. I'm like, you're yeah. right. Does that make it bad? Yeah, I don't know. So, I'm not. A, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I don't really understand why people hate it so much. Right, right. I think coming from me though, I'm like the pinnacle of if the special effects are good, and That's true, that movie actually. was the pinnacle of stories that were great. But the special effects. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I was like, okay, well, this will be fun to see which one it is because, like, it's just gonna be fun either way. And so I posted something about it in in a general chat on our on our workplace app, and so. Uh, yesterday we uh, went and had dinner and stuff at my aunt's house where everybody was at, and so it turns out it was actually an Avatar: The Last Airbender shirt, in which I was nice. like, "Hey, sweet! It's like a long sleeve shirt." But, but uh, I, because I was thinking, I'm like, where in the world would they sell like an Avatar like movie shirt? You know, like so. Yeah. I, I don't, right. It, it was just so funny, like thinking about like, okay, which one's it gonna be? Knowing it's probably gonna be the the latter. You know, it's probably gonna be. <laughs> but I was just like. It was. It's still. Either way, I would have been happy with it. But I kind of wish it was both. Well, really so so uh, it's funny because it is a blue shirt. 
So <laughs> they're where they're making the joke in general chat yesterday. We're like, well, it's actually both, because it's a blue That's shirt awesome. with Aang on it. But like, so good. It's an Avatar shirt also. So yeah, no, it was just a funny story. I had to share that considering how much we talk about the last Airbender and the movie on this <laughs> podcast. So I had to share that story, a little anecdote. That's so funny. Cool. Uh, by the way, I did find the Junji Ito Frankenstein. I put it, the link on the Amazon to the podcast live chat. Oh, cool. Nice. And Sweet. if you're listening, if, you, if you're interested, you could, if you're in the Discord, you can find it there. Yeah, Sweet. that's, for those who don't know and are listening right now, you can listen to the podcast live on Mondays uh, for free. You just have to pay for it. And we just give it to everybody uh, in our Discord. That is on our uh, website. You can find our Discord link there in community. And uh, yeah, we just, we do it every Monday at um what time pacific shelly it's six 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 so. pacific and eight eastern p.m by yep. the way eight yeah central. <laughs> yeah nine eastern oh yeah, yeah you're right you're right yeah. Uh, yeah i was all backwards there for a second sweet um lj can you put that in the show notes too the link yep. for the frankenstein thing cool yeah we'll do all right well we are well into this podcast and we haven't talked much about video games yet. That's We're right. not going to be geeking out about much. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll we'll also talk about news from here on out. <laughs> I guess LJ. I don't know if you still talk uh, about I'm games so jealous you played Pokemon Snap. Go ahead, LJ. Oh, yeah. Talk about Pokemon Snap. I yes. Um, yeah, so I, I got Pokemon Snap because this, this release was, like, huge. Because so many people were anticipating me to get this. Because everybody knows I'm all into the photo modes now. Mm-hmm. Um. It was so cool. Like I've never had so many people look for look forward to me like buying and playing a game because everybody hit me up that day. I didn't get it till like right before I streamed. I, I went into town to pick up my copy, came back, started streaming it, and like I basically went in like totally like totally blind, not anything. Like I hadn't seen any gameplay at all aside from the trailers. Um, Did you play the N sixty four version? Yes, I loved the N64 version. Okay. I played the heck out of it. I played that game until there was nothing left to do. Um, Got the Mew. Yeah. and uh, Spoiler so, for a 25-year-old game. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, this game is good so far. Um, it's it's really fun. Uh, they give you plenty of like social features and ways to share your photos and stuff, which is really good. The, the tools, the editing tools they give you, like after you take the pictures, are, are actually pretty solid. Like... Um, the only thing I wish is kind of like there was like more of a sign of like prog uh, of like progress. Like, so the idea mm-hmm. is that you go to different locations in in the, on this island or whatever, and so you have to level up these locations. And whenever you okay. do the locations more, it'll level up. The Pokemon might come out a little more and be more friendly with you. Uh, you might see some new Pokemon pop out that you didn't see last time. There's oh, multiple paths. That's so cool. Um, you, so you have the apple that you do in the first game. Um, you have these. Uh, the, they're like Luma something. Like there, there's so there's this whole story about there's this like illumination like energy or whatever that's like on the island and that's what the professor is there researching. Um, so you get these okay. like Illumina orbs or whatever they're called and you can throw those at at certain Pokemon and they'll do stuff and uh, there's there's a lot to it. Uh, I, again, I, I wish there was a little more sign of like progress to know like how far I was getting or what I needed to progress. But uh, it's it's really cool. Um, I'm trying to think of Pokemon what Snap, the original, you could beat in like a day. 
Yes. So yeah. it is good to know that's a little bit bigger than that. Yeah, it, yeah. They, they want you to replay it. Um, so the character Todd that's in the first game is even in this one. The character oh, that you play as in the first fun. game. Because you play that's as like Professor cool. Oaks, like, I don't know what he is. He's like his nephew, or no, not his nephew, because it's like Gary or something. But it's yeah. like, I think he's related to like Professor Oak somehow, if I remember correctly. But okay. I thought that was cool that they call back to the original in that way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, the only thing I, I do wish that was better is that I don't like the quality of the Switch screenshots. They're not very good because, like, so I can import my photos onto an SD card, plug it into this USB I have, plug it into my computer, but whenever I go to actually, like, do my own extra stuff on the photos, it comes out kind of grainy and, like, the quality takes a hit. So it's like, I'm I'm not even going to, like, I'm most of the time I don't even want to edit them myself now because it's just, I feel like the switch isn't as as great as exporting those photos because they automatically want you to just share them straight to social media. They don't expect you to do all the fancy stuff after that. So Which I'm uh, kind of I'm kind of surprised but I'm kind of not like I just think yeah. of like the original Pokémon Snap, you could literally take it to a Blockbuster. Yeah. And you would put your like memory card or cartridge or something into this machine and get prints of your pictures. Well, yeah. wait, but they made their they have the um There is a new thing they just made where you can print them out. Yep. That's okay. what I was gonna say. It's cool. Yeah, it's like I it's like it's the called. same thing where it's the same company where you could just like get directly from your phone like print pictures. Like, oh yeah, have yeah. It now with like your switch and you get I think an app. They like have a special app that you do it too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what That's is cool, cool is what is cool is for people who don't like have an SD card or USB or computer, you can just uh, the switch has a feature now to where you can scan a QR code and make this oh, that's little. Right make this little like temporary wi-fi connection and Mm -hmm. it and it'll port up to 10 photos to a page on your phone and you can just port them right to your phone as well that's cool it's just Uh, it's just so like weird like it seems like such weird technology it's it's backwards nintendo like they do everything so much weirder they're just like now you can put it to your phone but we're using this weird backwards (laughs) retro feeling technology to do it like okay there's probably better ways to do this but at least you can get on your phone now like at least you can yes i guess at least they're trying yeah that's what I mean. oh, it's, like, I it's such a big part of so gaming weird. anymore is this like photography um yeah. Yeah. like photo modes are so big you would think that but nintendo I, I, like they never have photo modes they have the yeah, screenshot true. button that's the it. mario the, games they have, the lately, they have been doing them um which so, has been cool like odyssey had it um bowser's fury yeah, okay. has it i think oh really so okay, they're getting know. there uh okay. i love yeah. the so i'm glad that they mario respect odyssey. the idea and that they yeah. were like, we're making a game about photography. You can take photos to, like, and smash for the photography people. Yeah, I, I've taken a few in Smash. My my only problem is that the quality isn't super great that they export at, and I wish it was better because then I could get more fancier with it. So I kind of barely have to do anything if I want the photo to come out good because then it loses quality when I do my own stuff to it. But other than that, uh, I've taken some good photos. I only have. I have some on my Twitter that I've posted. I posted like one batch that I that I did already, and then I have another one that I was messing around with at work today that uh, I'll post some more uh, at some point this week. So, cool. Super, did you say super batch? fun game. Batch like a batch of photos. Oh, batch! I was like, are there badges? Badges. <laughs> I mean, you, you do get a badge. badge whenever you become part of the team in the game, but it's like okay, it's just a like, yeah, he puts it on his hat, I think, or something. I don't. That's remember. great. I want to be, like, I just think of him as gym leader, and you show up, and he's like, yeah. we're not fighting Pokemon. You need to take better pictures than me. 
So here's the camera. So lastly, uh, I'll mention this one. So when I was streaming, I was like, this is bad photo taking because or I was like, this is bad composition because they want you to put the Pokemon in the center of the photo and as yeah. big as you can. And I'm like, and then uh, Christina was watching. She's like, well, he's not a photographer. He's a researcher. And I was like, okay, you're right. Like he's not <laughs> yeah. trying. He's not doing it. He's not doing it for the doing art of it. Not for the art, for the research. Yeah. yeah. Totally so I was sense. like, okay, I get it. I'm like, this is terrible like photography skills but okay i'll play by your rules and then yeah and then and then do what i want with them after <laughs> yeah exactly uh, yeah um you can like recenter them and like it'll let you retake them like before you totally leave the area like you can go back into like that that uh like instance and you can like center it and, me- oh, and wow. mess with the composition however you want it to that's so, cool that's cool I just imagine someone being like, he's like, we need to take these big pictures of these Pokemon so I can see them. And a guy being just like, why don't we just catch the Pokemon? And then you can see them as much as you want. That's a good point. (laughs) I think it's like to analyze their environment, though, too, and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's a whole reason. Yeah, there's a whole reason for it. He's got his reasons. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I'm like, and I'm like, and I kept making jokes. I'm like, they act like I haven't done this before. Like, (laughs) <laughs> I'm an expert. <laughs> I do this all the time. I'm like, in, I'm like the multiverse time traveler of photos. They chose me for a reason. <laughs> yeah, that's. What, I think I literally said that at one point. But yeah, cool. It was fun. I'm excited for that game. That. It looks like a lot of fun. It's fun. Uh, the other thing I was playing was uh, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, but that's because of a movie that I that I'll talk about later. Okay. But anyway, we can move on to the gaming news if y'all want. Well, Shelly played a few games. Oh, you did? Okay, I thought you said you didn't. I didn't no, I mean, I didn't play anything new. I'm still playing oh, Digimon. Okay. I'm still playing Amori, so. Cool. I'm not. I didn't really have much to say about him, though. <laughs> okay, awesome. Amori is still very cool. It's still, just every time, it's like, I'm learning more information, and I'm like, oh, what's this? So, Amori's getting pretty good. It was I already pretty it. good before. I love indies but. like that, that are just end up really cool, and you don't expect them to. Yeah. And Digimon still has digital monsters in it. Yes. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, I got my first Megas finally. Ooh. Um, nice. It was bef- hard to uh, cause before they like they have a lifespan in this game, right? Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah. Before I made I got them to the ultimate level, which if you don't know Digimon, there's like three. Well, technically there's the baby level, but like baby they like they're just so they're, they're like over in like a day. So there's rookie. That's sort of the main basic one. It's rookie, then they go up to champion, then they go up to ultimate, then they go to mega. At least I think it's mega. Should be mega. Like 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 Pokemon, like a mega evolution. I'm I'm gonna be really, really <laughs> stupid if it's not mega. I'm pretty sure it is though. <laughs> I didn't mean. Oh, like yeah. Uh. Anyway, that final <laughs> that final one is like the strongest they can get, right? And right, right. <laughs> up until this point, I was only able to get ultimate, and then they would just die. <laughs> but finally I'm at I'm at this top one. It's just so funny. I'm just walking around with freaking big big uh how would I describe him? Big like robot knight wolfman giant and like... uh suave pirate uh lion. That's <laughs> those are my those are my partners lion. right now. It's Bancho Leomon and I don't remember the other one. Something something Gaomon. Anyway. It's just funny. I had them 
in, in Cyber Sleuth, though. So that's really funny. I think last time I, I talked about, when I was talking about Digimon, I was like, oh, it's really cool to like explore Digimon that I never like got in Cyber Sleuth. Well, I ended up getting the same ones in Cyber Sleuth. That's so cool. That's you already really knew funny. what you wanted to roll with. I, I just, they, it just happened. I didn't even try. They just <laughs> happened that way. Anyway, yes, it's still more fun now than I know what I'm doing. But cool. that's all <laughs> I have to say about it. See, all right, now we can get to the gaming news. Go for yeah. it, LJ. Okay, uh, easily the biggest, craziest news of the week is that PlayStation and Discord have a deal going on, which yeah. is crazy because of oh, yeah. just, just a few weeks ago, uh, there was talks that Xbox was trying to make a deal with Discord. Well, they were trying to buy Discord or something. Yeah, um, this deal is probably why they weren't able to make agreement. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, they, this is on the uh, Sony blog, but uh, they announced that Discord will be integrated into PlayStation uh, next year, I guess, in relation to like the consoles and possibly the mobile app somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but this comes out of, I guess, so recently PlayStation put more money into Epic, but now they have an investment in Discord now, so they own part of Discord. Uh, Which makes sense. They got rid of their communities, right? Yes, they did. They did. Yep. So, I mean, it does make sense, but uh, it's just kind of wild because um, mm-hmm. hearing those talks about Microsoft and, and all that, and it was just yeah. kind of came came out of left field. And like, what? Um, nothing's gonna change from this. Like, I think there's people talking about like, you know, what's gonna happen with this, and I'm like, and, and nothing's gonna happen. It's gonna be same yeah. old Discord. You're yeah. just It'll probably integrate to... similar to Steam, I would assume, on desktop well, at least, or mobile, where you can see well, like, the games that are being played. Yeah, and then hopefully maybe you'll be able to use, like, party chat from PlayStation, I think would be cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Discord. I don't know if it'll be like that, but, it, yeah, I think more just more people will be able to see what you're playing, like, on PlayStation and stuff, too, so. Cool. Yeah, that's exciting. I would love to have Discord on, on Xbox somehow, too, um. That would be neat if if the consoles were both like, hey, let's just drop our own party chat stuff and use Discord or something. Like, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's the biggest news. Um, if uh, we don't have any more thoughts on that, we can move on. Yeah, that's um, cool. I don't. All right, that's it. Uh, the next piece of news is kind of more small and personal to me. Like Cody has a personal one for TV. Uh, this one is, uh, I believe it's this week, maybe. Uh, it's called. I think they're calling it Judgment Day. They've teased. I think it's on the seventh. Um, but they've been having these little teaser videos for uh, what's probably going to be the sequel to Judgment, and this is uh, the spinoff of the Yakuza series. According to our like Twitch wrap up, apparently I spent sixty five hours streaming it last year. I st- oh, oh dang. Wow. Yeah, it, it took me almost all like all year and, and some change to like beat that game uh, on stream, and it, it was worth it. Uh, but uh, this video also, uh, so not only does it tease a sequel, but uh, it shows Yagami in a town that is unfamiliar to the first game. So most of the games are set in Kamurocho, uh, which is a place in Japan. But in y- the recent Yakuza 7, uh, you go to Yokohama. And so, in in this newest teaser, he's in a very familiar location in Yokohama. So, it makes me wonder if the two are going to connect, or, you know, this next one is just totally going to sit in Yokohama. 
And I also wonder whether it's going to be a turn-based JRPG like uh, Yakuza 7 is. Uh, oh, so, weird. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, having played Yakuza 7, the turn-based stuff, the RPG-ness totally works for this series, and it doesn't make sense, but a lot of these games don't make sense anyway. They have these super serious, like, stories, but then they're straight-up silly as heck, and uh, I-, I enjoy them, so... Cool. Person- personally geeking out about that. Uh, Sounds awesome. Yeah, and then uh, this last piece of news I feel like is more like a, you know, like... I feel like this is mournful news almost to me because Toys for Bob is now a Call of Duty support studio. It's big, sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Toys for Bob did the Spiral Reignited trilogy. They did. They recently did Crash the, trilogy. The, the, the new, the new Crash game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm just like, man, like, and so I think in this link it shows that Activision has nine studios working on Call of Duty. It's so crazy. And it's that's just depressing sucks. to me. Like, so, so, I, as someone who's never played Call of Duty, I guess I'm biased, but it's just like, man, why? Take into the crash. I'm putting so much energy into just freaking mm. SPS. I don't know. It seems. Yeah. Well, it seems well, so unlike that studio specifically. Like, I almost wonder they? if it's going to be more of a cartoony take. That would be really cool. <laughs> like, no. reimagine Call of Duty it's, in a fun it's way. It's just, it, they're just supporting, like, the support studios. So, like, Raven Software, uh, who used to make other games back in the day. They were in charge of the Cold War campaign, like so. So each studio takes like some kind of role within mm-hmm. the whole big package. Uh, what kills me is that companies like uh, there's companies listed in here like High Moon Studios. They did a really good set of Transformers games uh, during the 360 and PS3 era. They did a Deadpool game. Um, when Activision had the rights to Spider-Man, there was a company called Beanox that was working on those games. And so it's like there's these stud- there's definitely talented studios in there, but you're not letting them do their thing. Like you're just yeah making them work on Call of Duty, and that would that sucks. <laughs> so I just don't understand why you need that many people. Like Warzone has kind of taken over the Call of Duty realm. Yeah, Warzone is almost a separate game on its own now, so it's kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, I just imagine like just put all your money into Warzone. Maybe have another one make a game every year or two, and then let everyone else kind of do their thing but yeah I, like oh, it yeah, seems like it a lot of resources me. for one game for one ip oh yeah very much so but yeah that one was kind of sad to me because yeah there's a lot of talented studios there and they're making call of duty <laughs> so that, uh, that's that's the gaming news cool we can get into movies then all right lj what was with <laughs> tom clancy this uh this week um uh, so without remorse uh is an amazon prime movie made by paramount uh that's the one that michael b jordan i thought you were stating that you watched tom clancy movies without remorse I no thought that's where that was going. <laughs> no <laughs> well uh it was, <laughs> it was good though um uh, okay, michael b cool. jordan is great uh i have not read the book but apparently the story differs a lot from the book and this was a uh, uh, the story that's built around this character is kind of how Rainbow Six becomes a thing. And that's not a spoiler, because okay. they basically like tag it in the advertising. Um, it's centered around a character named... Uh, well, he, he becomes John Clark. That's kind of the name he takes on. But it's his story and how he becomes... like What he does. And the, he's played by, by Michael B. Jordan. Uh, without oh, giving cool. a, too much away, it's a revenge story. 
Um, but I'm excited because it seems like they're going to build a, a whole universe. Like, they've already announced, like, what they were going to do as far as Rainbow Six movie. Amazon's got Jack Ryan already, so... I'm, like it's almost like they're gonna MCU like the Tom Clancy uh, stories or something. I was gonna ask, are his books all in the same universe? Yes, a lot. A lot okay. of them are. I believe so. My, and this was cool to me because like my grandmother was a huge Tom Clancy fan. She nice. read the books. She watched all the movies. And by proxy, cool. we got in. We got into those through the games. So like, mm-hmm. uh, when they when they name drop like Rainbow Six, I'm like yes because like I played all almost all of those games and. The Splinter Cell games, like, a lot of the games are kind of their own thing. Those differ com- almost completely from the books. Especially, like, when we got further into console generations, like, a lot of them aren't even, like, actual, like, Tom Clancy, like, novels now. <laughs> right. Like the, like the Division. Like, that's not even a, uh, a book or anything. That's just, oh, we're going to slap Tom Clancy's name on it because it's, like, military and, like, government related. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we own the name. Yeah, yeah, pretty much like like Ghost Recon. I don't, I'm not. I don't think Ghost Recon was even a book. I, I could be wrong about that one, but yeah, it's good. It's it's a good movie. If you have Amazon Prime, it's worth a watch. Uh, I'm actually gonna. Uh, I offered to review this one since I've been reviewing movies more, and that kind of helps me flex my critique. Like as I watch movies, right? Uh, so yeah, it's it's good though. Michael B. Jordan is very emotional. Like you can like you just kind of feel his emotions and like the way his character feels in that movie. Like you understand like, like why he, like he feels the way he is and he's, he's super crazy. Like he, you don't want to mess with him. <laughs> he's this uh typical action hero type of guy, but mm-hmm. it's good. It's, it's, it's a very emotional roller coaster of a movie. I think. Cool. Um, nice. Yeah. Yep. So that's what I, that's what I watched. All right. Well, we'll get into the movie news then. Yeah, we're only focusing on one news uh, piece for mm-hmm. movies, but it's kind of a lot. Um, yeah. So if you haven't already seen, uh, I think just today as we're recording, um, mm-hmm. aka Monday, uh, Marvel put out a trailer um, just showcasing Phase 4 movies. They packed an entire Marvel panel into, into a, yeah, three it was just came out. Well, on one hand it came out of nowhere, but on the other hand it's like, you know, we we were already going to kind of talk about this anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like it was so cr- circling around news, right? So it was like, oh, this right. is happening. Yeah. It's just a matter of like they actually put it into a trailer that people are going to go watch. So, uh, and the beginning of it's really cool because it like has um, Stanley. Uh, yeah, Sam. So it's kind of wholesome. It's kind of a wholesome moment. And then it basically, yeah. you know, it goes in order. So here, I'm just going to read them off. Okay, sounds good. Uh, and I'm going to read off the release dates. So. Um, for 2021, just 2021, we got Black Widow, so that's July 9th, 2021, which we already knew about. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, that's September 3rd, 2021. We knew that was going to come out in the fall. Uh, we got very first footage of Eternals. We got some scenes of Eternals, which yep. is, uh, the first we've sort of seen that officially, which is exciting. Not much, you know, mm-hmm. just little scenes and stuff. Uh, but that will be November 5th, 2021. So, so much sooner than I thought it was. That is yeah. four movies in 2021. Nothing in 2020. And granted, that's, that wasn't their plan at all, right? With COVID, obviously. Nope. But nothing 2020 besides the shows. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we're getting four movies. And then Spider-Man's like, in, Dece- in wow. December, right? Well, yeah. that's the thing. Oh, that's right. I forgot to mention. Yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. Official name, No Way Home, like we see it now. Um, that's December 17, 2021. So my bad. Yeah, wow. that's the fourth movie. 
Um, we didn't see any scenes for that. So basically it was like, it showed clips of Black Widow. It showed clips of Shang, uh, sorry, Shang-Chi. And then it showed clips of Eternals. But then, then after that, it didn't, it stopped showing um, logos footage. Yeah, so that is... That's three movies in like a three month span, four months span. I, I know it's crazy. It makes me think like, okay, they these were all gonna be spaced properly, and mm-hmm. then COVID messed things up, and they're like, well, we gotta get back on track, so just let's just release in. a bunch of these movies now. Um, that's crazy to me. Um, but they're also very, I mean, they're all really separated. Obviously, every Mar- MCU movie fits in somewhere, right? But right. in the sense where it's like, they're it's Black Widow, Shang Chi. You know, Eternal Spider-Man. They're all very separated. Different. So uh, we know Black Widow obviously is going to be something in the past. Um, mm-hmm. We don't know about the others, I guess. Obviously, Spider-Man: No Way Home definitely seems to be a, a sequel to the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, ended off at a very def- definite point <laughs> in Spider-Man's uh, history. So, yep. Moving on from there into 2022 and beyond, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which we you know knew was going to be a thing. That's going to yep. be March 25th, 2022. So like not even that long after Spider-Man, like not that <laughs> yeah. long. Three months um, later. <laughs> Even closer to that, uh, in May, we got Thor Love and Thunder. So that's May 6th, wow. 2022. Um, we got <laughs> Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. So that's the new official title of the next Black Panther movie. That is new. Um, that's July 8th, 2022. Wow. Um, the Marvels, also new title. Uh, mm-hmm. The Marvels. So that's in, uh, November 11th. 2022 so that's captain marvel 2 but it's i think yeah i, heard I think it's so. gonna have miss marvel in it too right yeah the s in that logo yeah. is miss marvel's is her... little s from her suit yes yeah i think it's gonna be about uh, pretty cool and then yeah. finally we got uh well not finally sorry uh Oh wait, no, it's so that was it for 2022. Was those three movies that we got? We got Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and Marvels. Um, now into 2023, we got Ant Man: The Wasp, uh, Quantumania. So that, uh, that is, I know it's so fun. <laughs> that will be February 17th, 2023. Wow. And then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. That's going to be May 5th. The longest gap, I believe, out of all of it. And there's probably going to be shows in between those. Yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> like, we know Loki's coming out at the very least. We know there's probably going to be stuff after that. We're going to get Miss Marvel. We're going to get, like, Moon Knight somewhere in there. We're going to yeah. get, like, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, what is the biggest break in there? Um, I think is it's it between... that 17th February to May. That's crazy to me. Because <laughs> February and May aren't even that far apart. Like, yeah. that's, that's not... So like, they really spent this whole entire last year still creating this content, and they're just going to put it all out in the next two years, like... Just so quick. Oh, so it might be that was, Black Panther and the Marvels. That's four months, but still, four mm, months is crazy, crazy to me. But like, I don't know. That's that's just nutty. The fact that we never we hadn't had a movie in the last year plus like six months on top of that because I think the last movie that came out was Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. That was in July. I'm pretty sure. Oh jeez. Yep. Like it's been a while. So yep. on the other hand. This is, like, crazy to me, but on the, on the same vein, it's like, we kind of deserve it. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of happy that <laughs> my, my local movie theater ready. opened last week again, finally, so I'm just like, I'm going to go see all of these. I know, the movie theater's like, we're struggling, and Dizzy was like, we got you. Exactly, yeah. so, <laughs> and I already, yeah, I'm already talking to my friends, and they're all, they're all like, yeah, we want to we want to start going back to the theaters for MCU, like, starting with Black Widow, so that's fun, Um, but... That's not even the last of it. That's the last of all of our confirmed dates. But um, 
it showed the Fantastic Four four, which is very yeah. interesting because it's like the phase, phase four, four, but it's like, it like was don't really forget. fun announcement. Um, I, I geeked out when I saw that trailer too, especially like yeah. Stan Lee's like thing. Like I just yeah. thought it was so perfect. It was really like, well done. It was really well done. It yeah. um, I like that. Um, it came out of nowhere, essentially. That's what it yeah. felt like. It came out of nowhere. I liked that they had a little thing, like wholesome thing at the beginning. Showed mm-hmm. a couple couple scenes from some movies, you know, and that's about it. And then just dumped all the information, like, really quick. They didn't have to drag things out. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so that's... We already talked about how, you know, a lot of these movies are going to come out, come out, including Fantastic Four. But it's just really exciting to have it, like, publicized. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's actually happening. Like it's like, are, hey, don't forget. Like, I'm like, yeah. It's it was like, funny. I had feeling... a split second where I was like, what about Blade? Yeah. And then I thought of the endgame, uh, Doctor Strange's friend, I can't remember the guy's name. And he was like, you were expecting oh, more? You were expecting more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that, I think you're talking about It just goes to show, though, there's still yeah, more that we don't have yet. That's amazing. Exactly. Like, yeah. And there could Crazy. be other stuff. Like, it's, it's like, yeah, we were so starved this last year last year plus like even before covid even before covid there had mm-hmm. been like a big break which they wanted yeah right? they wanted a break there should have been a break i agree they're, they're coming but, in hard now though yeah it's it's crazy to me but exciting it gives me hope um so yeah. much information even though it's all capitalism <laughs> <laughs> it's all just taking my money that's all it's for i take it take my money i can't here. help it i can't help it yeah but uh which one are you guys most excited for oh go ahead i'll start with lj i feel like lj will have an answer first um i i, I really want to see what they do with love and thunder i think That's is same. One of, was one of my big ones i was ones. waiting for him to respond so that i could just copy him <laughs> well <laughs> well especially because like i feel like especially my mom getting into the marvel movies and, st- and, mm-hmm. and the shows and stuff and, like, I don't know how, if they're going to go that hard into, like, the original story where she has, like, cancer and stuff. Yeah. So I feel like taking my mom to see that was really cool because, it would be really cool because I read that story, like, around the same time that happened, you know, like, that, all that happened. And so. Yeah. I was just like, man, I think that's going to be a really cool movie if they really do go that hard. I don't know if they will. Um, but that one, to me, I think it's just, I feel like it's one of the more ambitious ones just because it's Natalie Portman hopefully taking on the role now you know like i think it'd be yeah. really cool i mean that's been pretty confirmed the yeah. cancer part hasn't been so that'd be really interesting yeah what about you shelly um i think probably thor Love, and thunder is my um one i'm most looking forward to right now quantum mania is a second for me i would i'm also really pumped for quantum mania just because i love ant-man like mm-hmm. ant-man's one of my favorites um i'm also really hyped for spider-man no way home just because that was the last um, movie, or the last, uh, that, that second Spider-Man movie was the last movie we saw, and it left a very big cliffhanger, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really excited to see, like, what's going to happen for that. But, of mm-hmm. course, like, what's cool about Phase 4 is that they're introducing so much new stuff, yeah. right? They're introducing Marvels, introducing Eternals, Eternals. They're, uh, introducing Shang-Chi, so that's really exciting. Um, mm-hmm. Getting sort of this mix of, like, oh, here's what our characters that you know are doing but here's like all this new stuff coming in like this new phase so i'm (laughs) it's like i don't know am i actually excited for fantastic four we've gotten so many trash movies that like (laughs) i just feel like actually do good we have no information right now but i think it's gonna it'll i i trust them that it'll it'll be great probably i just like at this point if i want to watch fantastic four i'll go back i'll just watch the cartoons that's what i did as a kid 
Yeah. I watched the cartoons, yeah. and that was fun. For um, me, Ragnarok was my favorite Marvel movie, I think, so far. Um, yeah. But it was because I enjoyed Hulk so much in it. Mm. And Hulk is very different now. Mm. So oh, yeah. Hulk's, like, my favorite character. And I, to see him in his, like, glory was really, really cool. Um, Absolutely. So I am excited about it, but I don't know... If, well, to see trailers, I don't know how excited I'll be when I when it actually gets up to it. I'm very interested in uh, Eternals. Um, I I know nothing about the Eternals, so it's kind of hard for me to be like super excited, but I'm interested. So yeah. I don't know a lot about them either, but yeah. I know that uh, Foggy is so impressed with the practical effects that he says he believes it will be um, like like Grammy winning movie of the year, Oscar. Yeah, Oscar. Not yeah, whatever. <laughs> Same thing. Award winning movies. Yeah. What was I? I could probably pull up the full quote. Um, no, it, it's fine. Like, it's fine. I was just. He was like, "Let it be quoted now that it's going to win uh, movie of the year." I was just being a jerk and correcting you, so it's okay. And I was like, "That's a pretty <laughs> bold statement to." It is. Be like, that's it's going to be movie of the year. Um, I don't know if they've ever made a claim like that for any of the other Marvel movies. So I I, um, I really like that. Uh, it seemed like Guardians of the Galaxy did did well enough that. I think it made them realize, hey, we can introduce them to all these characters that they've never seen before. You know, like, and I yeah. think that's cool. Yeah, yeah. they definitely seem more comfortable doing that now. Yeah. This is nice. I'm so it's hyped. Nice. Um, that's our <laughs> movie news. We're not talking about anything else. That's the biggest thing. That's it. Yeah. All right. We will. Let's get into TV. Um, I don't really haven't done anything. I'm I'm still catching up. I need one more episode <laughs> of Invincible. Um, I finished womp, womp. Uh, the first season of Chosen, but I can't remember if I did that. I might have done that last week. Um, oh, so nice. I'm on to season two. And I'm trash. That's basically to watch it. it. Forgot that I was watching a uh, high score, so I went back to that um, for oh. an episode. That's an easy one to just kind of like leave and come back to. Yeah. Um, but that's basically been it for me. And then LJ, you you were pretty straight on with just like your regular stuff too, huh? Yeah, um, I, I guess if I, if I want to talk about a few little things I didn't watch much of, um, I, I watched the finale of Invincible, but we won't talk about that since you haven't watched it. Um, I thank watched, you. huh? I said thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I did watch a little bit of Yasuke, that that uh, anime Ooh, that showed up on yeah. Netflix. Was it? It's a. I, I haven't watched enough of it to really get into it so far. It seems okay. Like I'm not like totally impressed yet. Um, it's weird. It's got like Max and a bunch of other like crazy like stuff in it. Like, it's it's insane. Um, the other thing that I watched that I watched a little bit of that is really good. I need to watch more. Is uh, the way of the house husband. Oh, I saw that. Oh, it's so. Yeah. It's it and it's cool because it, it gives me yakuza vibes like the game like the games because. The character, he's got this big old dragon tattoo on his back. Like He's like, literally um, part of the Yakuza at one point, right? Was yeah, next... like, uh, what's his name? Oh, I forget the guy's name. But the but the main character in, ya- in Yakuza. Um, and But it's basically like him. Like They haven't explained why or whatever, but yeah, he's this house husband. He's married, and it's he's living this life that's just so normal. But he treats it like, you know, it's st- he's still in the Yakuza. Like, he's setting up like a Roomba. Yeah, yeah, and he's still, and there's this part where he's setting up, like, a Roomba, and he's like, all right, you know, let's see what you got, you know, like, if you show me what you got, you know, 
Like, you know, you'll, it's time to prove yourself. You know, it's stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. And it's just see, over the top. Uh, I, I love it. It's, I need it to watch more of it. Yeah. But uh, I, cool. I haven't watched enough of them to really have full opinions on them. But I, I kind of like was still trying to find something this week and kind of experimented a little bit. Cool. Yeah, so, so that's what I kind of did in the TV realm. Well, when we get to the TV news, I'll allow you to say one thing about the Invincible finale, LJ. Uh, the okay. news is that it is going... Uh, they have plans for up to five to seven seasons of the show. So my question is, seeing the finale, are you excited for that news or are you like, meh? Yes. Uh, but <laughs> I, but I think the, the, the better news, I think, in here is that it's already renewed for seasons two and three yes um i want to get the comics and the sale might be up already but they've the compendiums have been on sale on comiXology for like 18 bucks each okay i'm i'm probably gonna miss the sale but you know they already have the material for it and i think i think as long as they have the material for it then hey like if it's still doing well enough keep going Mm -hmm. um and i should clarify it's robert kirkman has plans for up to seven seasons and Robert Kirkman is the guy who made the comics. Um, yes. So he's saying there's enough material, roughly. I don't think there's that many comic books out yet. I think he's still making the comics, but he has at least rough sketches up. There's that, big, that far. there's big compendiums that he that that uh, you can buy, kind of like the Walking Dead ones. Which okay, they're they're regularly priced at like forty bucks each, kind of like those Walking Dead ones. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but according to what I've heard, it sounds like the stuff that happens in season one actually doesn't happen until a little bit later in the comics. Okay, but but I I still think like yeah if you got the material go for it like honestly the Marvel shows kind of fell a little short for me like as far as like the last few episodes in both like Wandavision and Captain Falcon okay or Cap I mean uh, Captain America (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think that's I said Captain Falcon again Um, especially the last few episodes for sure right but like Invincible to me like that was solid all the way through the voice acting was great the animation was great like. If I was to review that show, I'd probably maybe give it like a nine out of ten. You know, like so. I think this news is totally like cool. I think a big critique that we're going to see with the uh, the Marvel shows in particular, mm. uh, you talk about like the endings, and I think it's because they can't do anything too important. Like, yeah. oh yeah, it so, feels like they just kind of rush them out. Like if they had a few more episodes each, like one one yeah. or two more episodes, then I think it'd be cool. But I just mean, like, so, like, for WandaVision, obviously right. it sets up into Doctor Strange, but you don't have to watch that show to watch the second Doctor Strange movie. Um, right. They're going to yeah. make everything make sense. And then, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, I think it added a lot of value to uh, Captain America 4 that was announced. Oh, um, yeah, totally. But it also, like, he gets the shield at the end of Endgame. Yeah, right? you know it's good. It was, you know it's good. It's like... It's MCU has fallen into Shonen. Mm-hmm. It's all anime. <laughs> it sure and has. So like, and I even had friends. I even have friends who um, didn't. You know, they really liked Wandavision, but they didn't yeah. necessarily like um, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're just going to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Now. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I call it Captain Falcon. That's what I call the show. Okay. I do too. Yeah. The Knee of Justice, right? Like so. All I'd say um, is that I have friends who just didn't like it that much simply because they're so used to Marvel, like, making it bigger, making it better. Which they can't do really anymore because, like, Thanos was, like, the big bad. 
Yeah. And obviously they're going to, like, go more into, like, multiverse stuff. So that's why, like, I think WandaVision sort of, like, was interesting. And, like, I because th- for me, what I'm trying to get from these shows is character development and, like, getting mm. more of that, you know, character interactions. And that's that what sort they're of doing, thing. That's not really big world-ending, you know, stuff. Right. So, like, I was able to get what I wanted from these shows because that's what I was expecting. Because you're right, they can't do anything too big or important because then they'd be excluding so much of their audience when they go back to the movies and mm-hmm. reference things. Like, if they're if they're all if it's all hinging on a show, like, they would have to just make that show a movie at that point for right. for, for people to, for everyone to watch it. Um, but at the same time, I understand that people are like, you know, the the threat in uh, Captain Falcon was not. It was a little confusing. I yeah. I would say it was a little confusing. I think a lot of people had issues with the threat because I think it was hard because like it it just in comparison to stuff we've seen in MC in the past, you're just kind of like, well, why? What's happening here? Like it just doesn't make hmm. that much sense. Um, the writer said that we were supposed to like U.S. Agent at the end of that show. That's just we did not wrong. need to. We did I was not like, need wow, to. Wow, I had so many mixed signals for that episode. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was not just, what I got from your uh, plan there, but I, I didn't like, mean I didn't mean for us to dig at Marvel through this, but like well, no, Invincible was amazing. Yeah, oh, I just yeah. think like <laughs> you're right that they um, we'll go on tangents. They can only be like one season each, probably because they already know like what's going to be happening, and yeah. they don't right. want to put too much energy into a show because their main franchise is the movies like the movies mm-hmm. are their main thing so they can't put much energy in the shows they can only do it to expand a couple things to just put some extra lore in there put some extra character development in there some extra you know yeah. fan service right that's what it, that's what it is for the most part it's fan service um that as, as long as you already have disney plus you don't really have to pay extra for yeah. um but that can also make it hard to watch because we're so used to uh indulging in marvel in, in the way that, you know, everything it's like matters. the bigger and bigger and, and yeah. everything is really earth-shatteringly important. Like, everything mm. is like the end of the world or everything is the end of the galaxy or everything is, right? right? And obviously Thanos is like the the top of that list, but... Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> it makes me wonder what they're going to do with Loki because mm-hmm. that will be a different, like, timeline. Mm. Like, they could do whatever they want probably, right? But... It's still like I feel like they're struggling, right, to to find this balance between what's important enough and how can we make it not too important. Right. Even though for me, it's like I would have just enjoyed watching a show about like Captain America back in the day when the Avengers was first starting, trying to understand modern culture. I would just <laughs> love a show about that. That's all I really want. Like great. I don't need the big fighting because I'll watch the movies if I want the big fighting, and so. I just want that character development, but I don't know. All that to say, in comparison to something like Invincible, where, like, um, that's what it's all relying on at this point, right? I mean, I guess mm-hmm. there's comics, right? But uh, people are mostly consuming it in the show, um, yeah. that they're able to really put whatever they need to into the show to make mm-hmm. it really big and make it and catch everyone's at an audience. Yeah, I don't know. Is that, it, well, I don't know what I'm saying. I love that you're trying to bring it full circle. <laughs> I tried, yeah, but no, it, all I'm saying is like, yeah. there's some things that are are best as a show. Some things are best as a movie. Right. I think we got the the extremes, right? Yeah, and, and nobody's just can using do Marvel shows as an example of how they're not finding that balance. Yeah. So, to bring it full all. circle, I think that's we all just thesis. really appreciate uh, that there's original content, original content out there, like yeah. Invincible. Uh, yeah. to contrast against 
um, the machine uh, that we love called Marvel. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Very, very true. I tried. There we go. I agree. I think that, that works out. Uh, <laughs> Get to some Netflix news. Uh, another thing that I think Cobra, or, uh, that LJ's going to be really excited about is that Cobra Kai has wrapped yes. filming. So beginning that by the end of 2021. And Shelly. I guess we're all Cobra Kai fans now. Yeah. <laughs> what do they call the Cobra Kai fans? Are they... I don't know. I don't know. Cobra. They have but now, name. But I was just I happy know. to get out of my little corner like and like enjoy it and talk with you guys about it. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I was so happy when both of you started watching it. <laughs> I was like, yes, I don't feel like I'm talking to a wall on the podcast now. <laughs> um, so we'll get more of that in the end of 2021, uh, which is exciting sometime this year because... Yeah. There's things like Stranger Things that, uh, who knows when that'll come out, and we got a trailer for it, so. Yeah. It's crazy to think that, uh, the different levels, I guess, uh, of Netflix mm-hmm. creations. Um, another thing, this is my favorite show, this is what I was talking about, I literally left it for last, I didn't realize I did that. That's um, fine. <laughs> people are like, we'll talk about it a little bit later, huh? Um. A lot later. The Last Kingdom is one of my favorite shows of all time Uh um Mm -hmm. and it is so they're working on season five right now um i believe they're still filming Uh, i think we're supposed to get it by the end of the summer i'm not sure on that um but season five is going out of like it's focusing on book 10 and 11 of 13 books Mm. and they're canceling it there we'll get season five and that's it somebody Um, should go tell joe as well Go tell what? Go tell Joe as well. Somebody should let him know. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> Hopefully he listens to the podcast. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I'm extremely bummed about this. I wish that like, even if they, I, I hate when they rush shows, yeah. but I would hope that they would like take an episode and just kind of like. Wrap it up somehow. I'm really worried there's not going to be any closure. Um, yeah, that would suck. Yeah. Cause he's been on a mission this entire show. Uh, Uhtred of Bebenbur. Um, he has been trying to do one thing, and everyone's been throwing him for a loop the entire time, and that's basically mm-hmm. the premise of that entire show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> His quest gets derailed, like, all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> if he doesn't get what he wants in the end, I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> I guess I can go read the books, but I don't know. It's upsetting. It's the, it's the last, last kingdom. Yeah. The last, last kingdom. Um, I'm, I'm very sad. He needs to go do his thing. Um, great show. If you, uh, want medieval, you know, Viking fighting, um, the dynamic's really interesting. So he's, uh, an Englishman, but he gets raised by Vikings, uh, Danes. And then, uh, he kind of, there's a tug of war of identity, uh, for him. Uh, Mm. the show is all about, it's really cool yeah alright well we will end it there we already talked about what we're geeking out about so we're not geeking out about yeah. anything else this week nope no alright Shelly where can they find you at you can find me on twitter at the shellshock24 you can also find me streaming Amori on twitch uh, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace I'm streaming that on Tuesdays 5%pm pacific standard time <laughs> yeah LJ you can find me everywhere on social media at WarhoLJ. Uh, I'm trying to use my Instagram a lot more uh, recently, uh, so using that and Twitter a lot. 
And then I'm streaming Friday nights on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. And you can find me on Instagram, at Cody Armor. Keep praying. Keep gaming. I did that wrong. And God bless. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.